0: What is happening, everybody? This is Podcast Unlocked, world's number one Xbox podcast, episode 158. Mitch, we were noting uh, last week—it's 100 episodes since I joined, since you and I uh, re—really rebirthed Unlocked wow. into what it is now.
1: Awesome! It's quite a milestone. Yeah, and like 99
0: episodes since I've been back. <laughs> Feels that way. <laughs> You've been away.
1: I have been doing vacationing a lot of
3: stuff.
0: and working and all yeah. sorts of fun stuff. Well, it's good to have you back. Thanks. There's a lot to talk about this yes. week so I'm glad you're here. Also joining us this week the return. The I I mean I think it's pretty much official that you're a you're permanent right cast now, member yeah. now, oh, wow. Sean Finnegan. Congratulations. Thank you for Come having on. me back. I'm making it official. Exactly. All right, wow. I can do that.
1: Boom. I'm wow. glad to be back. I love being on the show. Thanks again.
0: Good to have you here. We're going to talk some Halo this week so I'm glad you're yeah. here. Yeah.
1: You can never it will never be a damper on my situation to
3: talk about Halo. I can Shauna, talk about have it some forever. Devastating news. We have to Halo's been canceled forever. Microsoft <laughs> has sold the IP. That's to my official Satan. exit from the show at Satan's that point. gonna never put a no game. No more Halo,
0: because <laughs> that's what Satan does. It's true. Satan he just says, <laughs> ha, ha, "You want this game now?" <laughs> and of course, H- Satan's gonna make a game called. It's gonna be the reverse, so it's it's Ola, Ola, O L A H. Oh my God. No! <laughs> Uh, also joining us this week talking some Call of Duty. We yes, got a lot. sir. Bobby. 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 1984. Thanks for having on, me on again, man. You're welcome to talk Go about other video games, too. No, I
4: want to talk about the things. I don't want to just be. You just bring me on the top of Call of no, Duty. No, no, you can... got opinions <laughs> up, but you're you're <laughs> yeah. the Call of Duty expert. I guess you could I you say You and Alfredo I mean. Diaz. I mean, yeah.
0: But you, above all, are. I've been doing it for so long. Yeah, man. you're embedded. Wow. You're like an investigative reporter just embedded <laughs> in the scene. I think this is the first
1: video I've ever made with Bobby in me, like in the same shot. Really, it is? any any not just video, piece of content in general. Oh, we kind of just huh.
4: talk off, you know, behind the. Scenes well, now we yeah
1: <laughs> that now we sit so far away from each yeah. other. With...
0: Yeah, we they, we they rejiggered our seating arrangement, and I don't like it. I don't get it. I don't, I like, don't like it. Like, it where are all the people I work <laughs> I with? I don't like it either. But fortunately, you're still you and I are in the We're same. We're in like spot. touching distance. Like, I almost. can say hi to you. Yeah. But otherwise, it's like, wait, who are you? No, nope, that's not. The like, I need Greg, who's a mile <laughs> that yeah, way. All right, two. someone from the other side of the building comes over. Hey, uh, where's so and so?
2: I don't know. I don't even know. Your guess is as good as mine at this <laughs> yeah. point.
0: But anyway, uh, Gamescom is underway as yeah. we speak. The big, basically, it's Europe's E3. It's way bigger than E3. Mm-hmm. E3 tops out, guys, at about what? It's about 45, 45, 50, 50, 000 yeah people attend E3. It is a trade-only event, to be fair, not public. Yep. Whereas Gamescom has public days. Uh, Gamescom's comes about three hundred thousand people. That they is a much larger sweaty, sweaty body odor. Yes,
4: sir. I've been to one of those, and I was like, "Holy! I don't want to curse." On <laughs> you. Yeah, we don't want to do <laughs> it. But, but I kept going. These cats
0: aren't taking baths
4: before they come over here.
0: <laughs> oh my god! I know. We need a, like a uh, some sort of mandatory shower as you oh, enter, like a cor- like a decontamination zone as like you like I enter. <laughs> yeah. And it's not
1: even just sweaty, smelly nerds. It's also that like anyone who's been there, there's a lot of trash. Like the garbage mm-hmm. cans fill oh, yeah. up really quickly. There's that many people. Yeah, and then they don't really, they're not good about cycling them out or filling it, yeah. so trash just overflows and ends up on the ground oh. and then it just gets shuffled Game to the side. Sounds horrible. It's terrible. The Whoa. first
3: time I went there, I went to the mesa, which is like the big the area hall. that you go to. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, all the right, cool, let's center. do this. Everyone says it's crazy. I got this. It's going to be all right. Never had to leave the business center for a second. And that's I the way literally to do it. never Ooh. set foot on the that's show the floor. Way to do it. I was in meeting rooms the whole day. They were air conditioned. They got water. That it was is great. Nice. Yeah,
0: there is a private media area where publishers have sort of smaller, you know, not the big extravagant booths, and that's where we we get to take the bulk of our yeah. meetings. But yeah, I had to venture out into the public space a no. couple times last mm. year. We're not... Marty here. He would tell me to check my privilege. <laughs> Instead, he's busy drowning in a mass of people at
3: Gamescom <laughs> of urine and yeah. sweat <laughs> and, and trash.
2: <laughs> Ugh.
0: But the good news is, when you're not in the the Gamescom convention itself, Cologne is amazing. Really great. I want to go back next year. Let's let's go back.
3: Let's me and you. We're gonna let's make that happen. We're making the call now. Hope you're watching, Steve (laughs) Butts.
0: If we just say we're gonna go. He probably won't even say no. It's so fine. Just I'll just cool. I'll make
3: an event doc for next year. I'll just <laughs> yeah. put us down. Nobody on that. Done. <laughs>
0: Done. And if I if I just tell my wife, uh, "Honey, my boss told me that I'm, I need I to, go to go this year." Like, I guess I gotta go. Uh, what am I gonna do? It's my job on the line
1: here. Base is family. covered. Base is covered, Ryan. You got it all planned out. <laughs> we're good. We got this. Show. <laughs>
0: it's okay. So yeah, Gamescom's happening. Uh, Microsoft had a briefing. Sony a briefing. EA pretty much a E3 part D. Or, part mm. zwei, since mm. Word, mm, uh-huh. took like, I took uh, six years of German for something. Isn't Zwei three? That's what no, I thought. that's Drei. D-R-E-I. D-R-E-I. drei. Well, yeah. right. Nice, t- you, tried to, you tried to fool me there. I was I confused. See what you, did. you tried to back me into a
3: corner. No, I was just thinking, because I was always like, I always <laughs> ordered
0: Zwei beer. And I'm like, how that's, many was yeah, they? But true. I guess that was just me and Charles. <laughs> so you can double fist the beers. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Gamescom happening, you know, some announcements happening. Let's real quick. Sadly, Destin is not here. He's in Germany. But I just real quick, we'll want to recap our predictions from last week. Hit me. Because they went really well. I missed them. Really, really well. Uh, I predicted first that Quantum Break, which we knew would be shown, would get a release date. And that would be somewhere in (laughs) the first quarter of 2015. Nope. No. We got an eight minute gameplay video, though, which we'll talk about in a bit. Okay. Uh, Okay. I also predicted that the next Halo 2 anniversary multiplayer remake map of the six of them would be, be announced it was right about that part but we knew that.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I
0: predicted it would be midship. Hell, hell. Half right. Yeah, a little bit. Half credit. <laughs> we'll get to that later in the show. I'll allow it. <laughs> j- j- referee Mills Lane, <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Celebrity death match, anybody? No. Come on. From MTV? back in the day, no. yeah. Yeah, Sean knows what no. I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And finally... Uh, so, by the way, keeping tabs, I have half a point so far. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ryan in the lead with 0. 0.5. <laughs> uh, Rare, I said, would announce, this was my pipe dream one, but I went for it anyway, that Rare, thinking that I'm thinking that they're done with Kinect, since Microsoft seems largely done with Kinect, yeah. that uh, Rare would announce a downloadable non-Kinect game and that it would be a banjo platformer and that Marty's head would explode. LOL. Mm, nope. nope. Loldo. Not even close. Although Destined. Phil did comment really briefly that, mm. like, he doesn't yeah. want
3: Rare to become the Connect Sports
0: team. I think they so that's they're super done. reassuring. Yeah, but I think that's because they're done. Being <laughs> We're the not Connect making Sports games. Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Destin predicted that Inside, which is, looks phenomenal, the, the follow up.
3: Oh man, I totally forgot that game from the Limbo folks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Play
0: Dead. He predicted it would be playable. Not uh, of course not. Not appearing. You at will the never show. play that game before it is out. <laughs> well, he you know, he figured it's European developer, European sure. trade show. You know, that is a backyard. good educated guess. Yeah. So no go there. He also predicted Destiny. Hopefully, he w- I think this was some wistful hope that Destiny would get some sort of Xbox exclusive content. No, no sir. Way. And finally, he said that uh, he thought that Crackdown would have gameplay shown off. Crackdown mm. not making an appearance again. He went with the trade show in your backyard European yeah, yeah, developer course. thing. So uh, we our final tally:
1: zero point five out of six correct
0: good job everybody not bad
3: we know our Xbox here I do want
1: on the record that I did not make a prediction so I was not wrong so 100% (laughs)
0: zero out of zero is still zero Sean
3: yeah
1: but isn't that mathematically still 100% can it not be you have a point there are we aware of the properties of absolute zero I don't want to get into it but I think it is my head's
0: about to explode (laughs) All right. so uh, lots to cover that Microsoft announced this week at Gamescom we will get to that right after this
3: IGN's number one Xbox podcast, the Podcast Unlocked presents the news
0: All right. First up, the big news that overshadowed everything, whether Microsoft wanted it to or expected it to or not, <laughs> was Mitchell. Y'all hear that Tomb Raider, Rise of the
3: Tomb Raider, it's going to be an Xbox exclusive, exclusively on Xbox, exclusive. Boom. Right? That that what You're saying it's exclusive. It's
1: exclusive. Wait, what? Exclusive?
3: It's not. (laughs) It's timed exclusive. (laughs) It's a timed exclusive. Of course it's a timed exclusive. But But every time you hear the word exclusive from now until the rest of time about a video
0: game, assume that that is meaningless. Right, because first party games are inherently exclusive, so they never call them exclusive. Yes. Like, Halo 5 isn't an Xbox One exclusive. It's Halo 5. Right. It's an Done. Xbox Got it. Done.
3: Rise of the <laughs> Tomb Raider, a third-party game from a company who probably sold more copies on the platform that that franchise was born on and the, on the console that has sold more. You mean more. the PC? Yeah, classic PC. <laughs> Good point. Uh, PlayStation is doing significantly better than Xbox One right now. Why would Crystal Dynamics and Square opt out of that forever so
0: that does uh, not yeah, make makes... sense so this set the world on fire immediately uh it trended on twitter it yep. was uh i made one tweet that got the most favorites and retweets i've ever gotten on yeah. account ever <laughs> uh from that and and what i said and i stand by this is that <clears throat> rise of the tomb raider is an xbox exclusive and the only people that that serves are microsoft and the petty version of fanboys, which are not the kind that listen to the show. Yeah. We have the good people. Yeah, I mean, you could be a podcast. fan of something and not be yeah. a jerk about the it. The people that take pleasure in lording their thing over someone yeah, else and yeah. their thing. We got this game
3: and you didn't want right. Those guys got their comeuppance so, 12 hours Here's later. the
0: reason that I say this. Because, you know, people are like, well, what about this game or that game? You know, so let's use, uh, I was going to say Titanfall, but even actually let's use Scalebound. As an, as an example, a, yeah. mo- a more even more current <clears throat> example. Scalebound is a game, Platinum Games, not a big developer. Their games generally don't sell mega huge. Despite right?
1: being awesome. Yeah. Right.
0: They're always critically acclaimed, but they've never had that commercial success. Scalebound probably doesn't get made unless Microsoft is the one that funds Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It's also a new IP. It's not something <clears> that people <throat> have been playing in a series for a long time and now have suddenly taken away from them. My problem with Tomb Raider is that you have a series that just got so successfully rebooted. I mean, against all odds, most yeah. reboots are garbage, yep. as Mitch would say. Oh man. Garbage or not garbage. Garbage. It was it Definitely was, it was garbage. not garbage on the scale of one to garbage. Correct. Uh, Tomb Raider was so good last year. Was it? Was it? Yeah. I, I you you're not sit, a fan, Bobby? I haven't I mean, it on the floor, but I haven't... Get on that microphone, I ha- Bobby, I, I
2: so
4: haven't on yet. the floor, but I have not cracked it open. I, you haven't even played it! I, I, <laughs> the,
0: <laughs> it's no, sitting it's on the floor in the plastic. The story gets a little dumb for my taste, but Boy the Boy, does not
3: <laughs> The game is fantastic. Yeah, it's, it, it was a lot of fun. It's smart. It's a really great... Kind of way to reboot a franchise yes. and a character, and Camilla Luddington is awesome as Laura Croft.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, is. and so this is a game that came out on the PlayStation Three, and then as part of you know every every week we start we talk about sixty dollars backwards compatibility with the whole you know remake trend and the upporting thing, and you know, we had the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition hit in January for Xbox One and PlayStation Four. So this is a series that was gone for a while, against all odds, successfully rebooted. PlayStation fans have been playing it and enjoying it for the last year and a half. Yeah, on both PS3 and PS4, and now suddenly you're you're on the so if you're, you're Crystal Dynamics, the developer, and you're Square, you're on the precipice of your you got you you rebooted at the end of the last console generation, which is actually generally not a not seen not seen as a viable strategy for a lot of publishers because they're like. Oh, people don't want new IP, even though it's not technically a, a new IP. Most you know, new IPs and things tend to happen at the beginning of generations when people are, tend to more be more open to buying this stuff. But they did it. Right? They did it. And now suddenly it's they're on the they're on the cusp of blowing up Tomb Raider into a you mega know,
1: franchise.
2: Mega franchise.
0: <laughs> absolutely. And they're gonna they're gonna cut off half or more, mm. or slightly more than half, of that market. Yeah, on a timed basis, but for all intents and purposes, for a lot more than than that, because we know like when Mass Effect, you know, timed it, it ended up coming to PS Three, but everybody always you know, the mind share becomes yeah. on Xbox. So I just this seems incredibly short sighted of me uh, sh- or short sighted of of Square to me. I mean, I get why Microsoft did it. Sure, sure. It feels like this is a great game. I can get this uh, exclusively on my machine. That's great, but. Who this this to me doesn't does not convince PlayStation gamers who maybe were playing definitive Hmm. edition. This this doesn't get them to oh man, I I gotta go buy an Xbox One now. This that just pisses me off. Yeah, and ultimately
3: I think it's gonna depend on the time. Depends on how long the exclusivity window is. If it's a year, they're gonna lose that on sales because PlayStation people a year later are not gonna care. Right. Six months later, three months later, maybe, you know, spring twenty fifteen, Tomb Raider is a really great game to get for your PS four. But a year later in the holiday, like there's no way.
1: Do you think, that, though, though that it could be that short, like a three-month or a six-month period? Because to me, if yeah. it's three months or six months, if it's anything less than a year, then I don't think it was worth well, however much. Why do it, right? That's yeah, like, if I'm, why a major, do if it?
0: I'm a major third-party publisher with a major franchise, I don't want my game locked out of the other console for a year. Should we call mm-hmm. it now? Have the listeners put this bet in a wiki? When do you think Tomb
3: Raider's coming out for PS4? If it launches in holiday 2015 for Xbox One, when does it hit PS4?
0: All right, and I have a specific prediction mm-hmm. with regard to that, Okay, uh, just real quick. I think it's going to come out in October of 2015, because okay. I believe, you know, they're obviously Microsoft has to be committing a lot of first-party marketing push, yeah. which is significant to this game next holiday. Uh, so I think it's going to be October, and then they're going to shift the eye of marketing Sauron to Halo 5, which I feel like will come out in yep. November. Yep. So I think this is going to be an October game. I say... Uh, It's maybe exclusive through the first quarter of 2016, which means I think like April 2nd,
3: this game's out. Yeah, mine is like even six months. My
0: guess is six months to the day.
1: I don't have a guess. I have this kind of crazy theory, which I don't know if is accurate at all, but in the article where Phil Spencer clarified what he meant by exclusive when it comes to Tomb Raider, uh,
3: we didn't buy them. We don't own the IP. Either. Yeah, he said
1: something like that. But in that same quote, if you keep reading on, he, he, he alluded to games that made their way from Xbox One to PC and right. cited those Dead as... Dead Rising 3 exactly, and Rise. Exactly. Rise were the two ones he brought up, neither of which ever made it to PS4, as far as I'm aware. Correct. Correct. So I still have this theory, like, we may not see it on PS4.
3: Like maybe There is no world in which this game is not a PlayStation to. 4 yeah. game. Like I said, I think it's a long-shot no theory, but I do still have that I inkling. think it's just Phil not wanting to
0: acknowledge other, like Assassin's Creed or other PlayStation games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just he doesn't even want to give the vague... He uses those specific examples on purpose so as not to give any hint that... He picked two games that specifically never came to PS4 so that... People don't even interpret his quote as
3: "Oh, yeah. it's definitely going to come out." See, so what, what you're is saying is because those, those are games that he wants
1: people to pay for. So, what you're saying is Phil Spencer's a lot smarter than me. Yeah, that's clearly yeah. impossible. Phil so. Spencer's
0: <laughs> a lot smarter than all of us, or we'd be running Xbox. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Phil is a bright man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Bobby, what? How do you see this? Uh, <laughs> I've always been on the fence about
4: just with the time exclusives. For example, with Call of Duty, how they always do. The DLC, the DLC stuff. Yeah, it's like just, just, just put it all out at the same time for both Xbox and PlayStation. I understand they have like deals in place, but I just, I just think it's not fair. As, as a gamer, you, you just, you want to play that. Now, if I'm a fan, I'm gonna always hate having to be, especially a yeah. PlayStation fan. I'm always be, like, you say, pissed about that because I'm waiting to play this just like everyone else. But now you're telling me I have to wait six, six months to a year. Like, you say. Down the line, I'm moving on to something else. I may not even buy it at
0: all. So the, the theory, one of the theories floated out here is that, so first of all, I think the the Square executive that, that took Phil's offer here is probably the same one that set stupidly high, crazy, unreachable yeah. expectations yeah. for Tomb Raider and then called it disappointing when it didn't Seven get Seven million there. units yeah, sold? What some, a failure. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's probably the, one and the same person, yeah. number one. Um but number uh, number two, yeah, I you know it's bad when <laughs> the damage control letter from the studio head, Daryl Gallagher, goes out at the same time the announcement yep. does, where he was like I'm so sorry. I had multiple people tweeting me, wow, this really felt like the Don Matrick thing from a you know, lasting <laughs> three where he's like, Well, we have a console for people that aren't online and it's called the 360 where Daryl Gallagher, the studio head of Crystal Dynamics, developer of Tomb Raider, said, well, we have a game this fall for PlayStation gamers. It's called uh, Temple of Osiris, Osiris, and it has nothing to do with... It's totally not the same game at all. And and it's just like, yeah, when you're having to do the damage control right out of the gate... They had the foresight to write that thing
3: ahead
1: of time. Yeah,
0: you know, again... I get why Phil made this deal. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for Phil. Everybody yeah, knows that. I'm it's a, a big great Phil deal fan. Yeah, it's Phil. it's a huge get for him. But I just don't get this I, I think it's short sighted of Square and the long term yeah. c- potential of Tomb Raider as an as a as a new again franchise.
3: Do you think they'll back Tomb Raider in the same way that Sony is backing uh Destiny? Do you think like Tomb Raider opens the Microsoft conference at E three next year? I'd say there's a high
0: chance of that. Uh, I mean, Call of Duty always seems to. If they keep yeah, that right. arrangement going, I don't see yeah. that changing. But point. <laughs> no, I think you're right. They'll get that same yeah. level of treatment. Um, Again,
1: what would be the point if that wasn't right? Like, why make the deal if you weren't going to... God, next year is going to be awesome.
3: Oh, it's 20 Tomb Raider? 50, 20, so
1: Black
0: but, Ops 3, probably? I don't want oh to get... Oh, my
4: Lord. Okay, go, sorry. <laughs>
0: no, I'm sorry, Bobby. That got Bobby going. Uh, Bobby's bathing suit area just tingled a little bit. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but the... the so the, the theory out there is... It, you know, so we try to understand. If you're square, why do you take this? Number one, okay, you're gonna get the marketing push. Do they? Th- I wonder. Do you think they made this deal with? My- they took Microsoft's money and and marketing push because because of Uncharted. Do they? Do they really think that they were gonna get buried by Uncharted, which is a game obviously inspired by Tomb Raider originally, and they're in the same genre. But it, or you know, because Phil can trumpet this now as his tomb, his uh, Uncharted to yeah. an extent. But it's like, that's I'm trying to understand this from Square's perspective. I don't like. know if that's really a view for Phil, right? Because
3: on PlayStation, Tomb Raider kind of cannibalizes uh, Uncharted, if you look at it that way. Like, if you assume that this is the equivalent of their Uncharted, yeah. then on Sony's platform, where it will presumably exist in 2016, it's doing the exact same thing.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, I don't know. I mean, Sean Finnegan, deep, deep in in
2: Yeah. Well, I was. I wanted to (laughs) reference an article that
1: I read earlier today. Someone tweeted at me about uh, Polygon wrote that because of because that it just because it's an exclusive doesn't necessarily mean that it'll sell less. Like obviously, being on more platforms gives you a better chance or more potential to sell more copies. But you know, we've seen with big games like Halo and Gears of War uh, before it that. Being on one platform doesn't necessarily impact your sales. So there is the possibility out there that with the focus marketing push from Microsoft and it being featured and sort of promoted as an Xbox exclusive, exclusive that it seems to Square, like it is possible that Square saw this as an opportunity to capitalize on a, on a more focused and more engaged audience. Right. Maybe as opposed to a wider net that would be uh, a little less focused, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the possibility is still there that it could be a great move for them. Like yeah. maybe they know something we don't.
0: I mean, I had a lo- I had a number of people tweet me and like, man, why just why can't you just let us have this one? This for, let us Xbox fans let's just let's just enjoy it. And I'm not <laughs> saying you shouldn't. I mean, it's great. It's going to be on Xbox. That's great news for everybody listening to this show that yep. already has an Xbox. Um, but at the same, you know, at the same time, again, we're we're just questioning it from Square's point of view yeah. more than anything else. Like it's it just. It's, it's fast. just trying to
4: understand me. the whole concept. You know, I, it, I wish we can get in there, and and just see the memo, see see <laughs> see, see all the bullet points from the presentation of of why this is going to work. You know, because like, for the most part, you can say from Microsoft's point of view,
0: good job. Is the is the is the check and the marketing push that Square is going to get from Microsoft enough to offset? the sales that they would have gotten on PlayStation 4. Right, because you
3: have to assume, like, let's say this game is enormously successful. 10 million. Yeah, like 5 million on Xbox One. Right. You have to assume that they are expecting 4 to 5 million that
1: they would have gotten
3: on PlayStation 4 on Xbox. How do they get that? Yeah, I don't understand. Well,
1: maybe they still will. Is the thing right? Like, if it is six months, maybe they can have it. They can ways. have. Yeah, exactly. They can get the hyper-specific, focused marketing push and do great sales on one platform, and then expect that to resonate to yeah. other platforms Fair later point. on. I think the point stands that if it's a year, then maybe that you'll see that effect <laughs> diminish. Uh, but I don't know the aftershock of really big games like that. It's, you know, and, you know it's the, the something to be trifled The
0: other thing to look at it, too, uh, to finish this up, is that, you know, the, an exclusive is usually enhanced somehow, or really, it takes advantage of it, that platform. Mm. This, there's, I can virtually guarantee you this will not take advantage of the Xbox no. One in any special way. This is a marketing deal. Connect
1: Bose. Oh man. Hold on, I'm gonna stab you in the neck yeah. with pen. tell <laughs> like, me out still. if that's the case.
0: <laughs> but it's like, yeah, this is it's gonna be when it inevitably does release on PlayStation 4 later, it's going to be the exact same game. Yeah. Exact same game. There, hmm. there there's there'll be nothing about the Xbox version that so it's I don't know, it's it's kind of baffling. I mean, and I and let's to now segue into uh, the next topic, I just feel like whether Microsoft planned for this or not. This took a, took the focus away from some really other cool some cool things that Microsoft had going on at Gamescom. Yeah,
3: I mean they showed a bunch of stuff, right? Like they talked about the Halo Five beta, and they showed gameplay for Quantum Break, and they yeah. had these bundles. And nobody is talking about any of that. Well, let's talk about.
0: Let's move
1: right let's to Halo. We so we're talking, talking about, about it. it, Mitch. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> uh, Bobby, are you, are, you, are you? Can we get you bit by the Halo bug? Are you can you are you still not there?
4: I, I tell you what, if you can give me a copy uh on, on discount or hook me up with a code <laughs> to, to I have think for free. N- literally next door sure. to this room
0: is a vault. Of if you <laughs> Kool
3: Aid <laughs> man through that wall You know oh, yeah. infinite video games. I, I, don't, you,
4: I don't I don't know, man. I just
1: don't What know. was what was the last Halo you played? Like kind uh, of a Uh Halo
4: like, multiplayer or just yeah, general? Whatever. Um, yeah. I guess Reach. Was, Reach. Reach was I'm a sorry. Lot. No, no, so that, that was. That, <laughs> I played some of the campaign at that one, but then yeah. before that I played some uh, Halo 3 uh, multiplayer, yeah. and I, I enjoyed it. I played it with some friends, but a lot of my friends
0: weren't big on Halo, yeah. so we hmm. would Call of Duty, so I stuck to Call of Duty. Well, let's talk about Halo 5 multiplayer specifically. Sean Finnegan, mm-hmm. we got a trailer, a first-look trailer at the Halo 5 multiplayer beta that will be included included with uh, the access to it is included with the master chief collection mm-hmm. in november so uh what do we get what do we see
1: so your prediction that midship was going to be revealed was only half correct because it wasn't revealed but we did see a map that looked a lot like midship and presumably is midship It's Midship, exactly so
0: midship's in halo
1: 5 yeah. it makes perfect yes. sense
3: too because the way they're talking about this game when you when you watch that video it's all the the multiplayer guys, right? Like it's Josh Holmes and it's Quindel mm-hmm. Hoyo and it's Tim and they're who, all talking tell, Explain
0: about... who Quinn is real quick. So if you don't know who
3: Quindel Hoyo is, Quinn uh, invented the Gears of War Judgment multiplayer mode, uh, the name of which I'm forgetting. Overrun? Over? No, not Overrun. The one in Judgment. Horde mode? Judgment. Judgment's, uh, kind I of only comp- played the Judgment's first competitive gears. mode. Uh, which was uh, really I awesome, right? To. Like, the wave-based, it, it was a lot like Horde Mode, but with yep. some interesting twists where you're setting up turrets and you're proceeding through waves of guys, and if you fail, you pull back to a new area that's slightly mm-hmm. harder to defend. That was Quinn's baby. Nice. Quinn invented that. Quinn is, like, a so really ex, smart guy. Ex-epic guy yeah. on Gears of War. He is a really smart designer. Uh, I've spoken to him a few times. He's really, really great. And listening to him talk about Halo in that video was, like, really reassuring for Halo 5 multiplayer because he talks about the core, the essence of what makes Halo multiplayer fun, you know, the, those personal battles, starting out with the exact same equipment and mm-hmm. fighting for control of the map, fighting for control of the weapons. No more loadouts. Yeah. And that's, Thank you. No yes. more gear. And it's, obviously this will not be what Halo 5 multiplayer is when they talk about, well, it's 4v4 and it's really small. Like, you're going to have vehicles, you're going to have big right. maps. this beta, though. But the beta is focusing on combat. It is focusing on the four of us against four other dudes dominating a map. And when they start talking about size and you know, we're gonna have seven maps. This could be four before small battles. I'm like, Midship, 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 midship. This, <laughs> this map is perfect. It makes perfect sense. I love midship. And it, like it is in that trailer, and I was like, so giddy. It's stunning looking, it's by beautiful. the way, too. You can
0: see the sword in there. Look at all the purples.
3: SMG is back. You guys so, are so excited. Yeah, you, you, oh you have no idea. You <laughs> Halo lost. is our Call of Duty Bobby. Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> but let's let's break it down. Finnegan, seven Maps in a beta. That's, that's a lot. That's eleven months before release. Yeah, that's I, I that how many. Seven.
1: That's how many. Like, that's more than most first-person shooters launch with.
0: Well, it's I, comparable. I mean, so that's got to be most Halo games have been give or take about twelve. Yeah. So this is roughly half. This of the, is potentially half of the games. Half of the multiplayer maps. game. That yeah. is awesome.
3: Fully a year yeah, before this game out. is out. Yeah. One they're year before all the all game out. is out. They're gonna tune so much. I think, I mean, so this beta, I got to wonder what they're looking for. The beta is this early. They have a very, very specific focus. I think they want to be looking at, you know, maybe not professional of a play, but the kind of combat dynamics that people use in a world where, you know, especially with Halo 4, like, people are expecting different things. How do people respond and play a game where it is very different, it's very old school, it's very traditional?
1: I think that's probably what they're focusing on, right? Like, and maybe to a degree competitive play, right? Because... Halo 3, and to a much lesser degree, Halo Reach was really big in the competitive sort of eSports community. Mm -hmm. That was like the... Basically, that was the... Dude, 2 and 3 were... Yeah, the height of first-person shooters pre-Call of Duty. Yeah, Um, The return to that has a lot of these pros excited, I know, from Twitter. And maybe they're gauging as to see what that metagame looks like right like small sided 4v4 is exactly what any first person shooter replace competitively wants to hear yeah and that's and, how you get an
3: idea of like what the combat will be like yeah and, you get a small and to see sample. if it can evolve like yeah, exactly. after
1: time you know like by better map design or more yeah. objective mm-hmm. modes and if like, you can
3: perfect that I mean it's obviously like a year before launch it's a little late to start redesigning everything but if they look at this and they see like oh man this is like this part of the game is really working let's expand on that
2: yeah. right
1: and like like i said if you nail like like you just actually mentioned exactly what i was going to say which is that if you can nail down that foundation of something you know to be really really good and provide that opportunity to evolve in the future that That solidifies your base for competitive play, and I always liken it to games like Counter Strike, where everyone always criticizes me for playing years and years of Counter Strike. Oh, how could you only play the same five maps? Because those same five maps have such a great foundation that it's always interesting, right? It's the same like in Dota. Dota is the same map every time, but why is it interesting? Because every time you play the the game, it's different. Combat. And so, if you can establish a base for that, which I hope they do, and it looks like they're aiming to do with this beta, man. Halo 5 is going to be in a really good spot going forward.
0: Yeah, and see, most betas that we (laughs) get to play these days are either, at worst, glorified demos, Mm -hmm. and they have no bearing on the final game, or, at best, they're network stress tests, which I feel like Destiny kind of falls into that category. Like, it's too late to redesign anything in Destiny. The game's done. The game is, for all intents and purposes, done. But they got to see, you know, they have a very unique... Server structure and the way their the, the networking in their game works. Yeah, I got to try to break it and see how it goes. But this one, Mitch, I feel like Halo Five being eleven months out, they're gonna actually this beta test is for this is a game design beta test. This is to, to see if the design holds up because, yep. as we've noted, the the population for Halo Four. Disappeared and never came back. Seriously. Once, yeah. Call of Duty came out. Sorry.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 book,
3: well, yeah. Happens. Also, for everyone screaming, you're right, it was Overrun. Overrun is
1: mode. Okay. Good, I totally right. thought Overrun was Gears 3. That's
0: the one that came into my brain. Yeah. I'm glad that my brain still works on it.
1: Overrun is so good. God, I'm going to play Gears but, this weekend. Uh, not as good as Firefight.
0: But yeah, seven maps, four <laughs> game modes. So uh, Rumble Pit, uh, Team Slayer, or, you know, Slayer, Slayer, Team Slayer, Oddball. Please, God. Oddball with 4v4? Hell yeah. Uh, How about CTF on mid-shipping? Yeah, there we go. Getting back to the... Give me some CTF. Oh, please. (laughs) Please, Gods of Halo, let it happen. But four game modes, 11 weapons... We saw the SMG coming back, mm-hmm. uh, the assault rifle, mm-hmm. something that kind of looked like, so I did a Rewind Theater breakdown with Alfredo, our uh, our other Halo expert besides everyone in this room. Is that me? Uh, Sorry about that Is that me? <laughs> we no, still love you. Love you You're an honorary uh, expert. We're going to get to you in a <laughs> with, uh, with the Call of Duty multiplayer reveal. but, um, And we, there was a, a rocket launcher looking thing hmm. that was shown, like the model of it was shown, but it didn't look anything like the, you know, the spanker sp and kr that that's just iconic in halo and i can't imagine they're going to change that no. the design of that weapon for halo 5 so like is it a, the grenade launcher like hmm. in reach so we weren't really sure on that one but yeah so uh and then the sword oh no dual wielding we know that so it makes you wonder hmm, smg assault rifle i guess smg is probably going to be higher fire rate yep, exactly range. yeah but man yeah there's there is this beta is going to be seriously meaty, and I love, love, love that it's coming out the very end of, like December 27th, I think it was, yeah. where uh, if our overlords are willing, as they were last year, we'll be off from work, so we can just <laughs> yep. I can just play. I don't have to work.
3: And I'm coming home for New Year's this year, not staying in Canada, so I'm going to go home, do Christmas, fly back, and play Halo.
0: Well, you're in my group then. We gotta. Yeah. We gotta make this happen. Absolutely. Be good. I need Finnigan in my group too, yep, so we can roll three. together.
1: Yeah. Us three, Alfredo, we'll get Bobby in there, too. I'll play. I'll yeah. play. yeah, we'll roll with you, we're getting We're getting uh, you back into this and game. And also,
0: <laughs> so uh, getting back to the predictions from the top of the show, finish up on Halo. You know, I predicted midship. I was half right. They did reveal the next Master Chief Collection Halo 2 anniversary map remake. The next of the six, we have Ascension, we have Coagulation, we have Zanzibar, and now, friends, we have Sanctuary.
3: A map that when I saw I didn't recognize at all, and I realized, do I first, know this
0: one? The first map pack, the original okay. drop of of DLC for Halo Two, and it is a phenomenal map.
3: Did it ever get re-released in any other game? Because I feel like I'm looking at it, I'm like, I think that's a map that I'm thinking of not, that I don't know the name of. That, that might have that been in Halo Three.
0: I don't believe it ever. All right, it's, it's then I have no
3: right. idea what this map is.
0: But it's number one. It's gorgeous on Xbox One. I don't know if you had a chance yeah. to see the videos. And it's, this is a good level. I mean, it's, I think it's one
1: that none of us Oh, this expected. map, yes. I know I'm really bad yeah. with names, so I have Sanctuary. to look at it. So Sanctuary is a very even and balanced map. You have obviously it two seams. It's kind of symmetrical. Okay. symmetrical. Yeah, I would say it's mostly symmetrical. The uh, the reason I say mostly is because it's round. And there's this center area where there's two ramps that lead up. And it's a two-floor kind of structure that with bridges that connect like each a, side it's to like it.
0: like a castle rampart kind of thing yeah. in the middle.
1: Yeah, and the sword is there or at least it was. Yeah, it no, was I thought
0: there was a rocket launcher in there.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe it's the the remake that I'm thinking of because there was a Halo 3 remake of it, I believe. Well, okay, there was. See that? I yeah. think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, because no, there used to be because I'm yeah. looking
3: at this and I'm like that looks kind of familiar and I'm going yeah, crazy. Yeah, there's there's
1: hallways on the sides where the shotguns are, a sniper on each corner. In yes. in a in a covered ramp, like I've definitely played opposite this map. sides of it just the ramp,
0: boulders around,
1: yeah, to block line of sight. Yeah, and then in, in the Halo middle of there was a sword, or at least okay. the version I played, and it might have been the Halo Three version that I'm Are thinking of. Are you a of. fan of this map, I like it very much. Like I do not like maps with a lot of verticality in Halo because you know, I hate it getting attacked from behind most of the time. Like, and they changed this, but like, well, yeah, but in early Halo, you there wasn't an indicator for someone being above or below you Mm -hmm. on the radar so that always messed me up like i'd see him on the radar and i'd be like and they're above me or lower so i didn't i never got used to verticality in that game very much but i was
3: just listening to the podcast sean finnegan did a little dance
1: yes and uh (laughs) but this map this map doesn't have that at all like there are ramps kind of that go above you and uh but
3: people are always in your line of sight
1: yeah like it's not it's not hard it's pretty easy to keep people in your field of view uh, so I like it for that, and yeah, Ryan, you brought it up. Like, it looks so nice Stunning and so detailed and very gorgeous. And from what we saw, like, super smooth gameplay. It just—I don't know—I'm super stoked to play it. I, I also said super like ten times in can, a row. I apologize. I
0: mean, of the, so we've gotten four of them so far. I mean, coagulation is still hands down like first one I'm going to. It's with a classic. The, with the gun geese. Give me that. Give me, <laughs> that. give me that
3: gun geese. It's the only thing that matters in the it's Master the Chief only Collection. Thing
0: that matters <laughs>
3: Let's I was see. like, maybe I'll buy that game. I don't know. I've played enough Halo. Oh, there's a mongoose with guns on it.
0: Oh, Okay. <laughs> you added what? <laughs> oh, so good. And then finally, uh, they announced the Halo Channel, which is basically the Halo Waypoint 2.0. Mm. It's going to be videos, behind-the-scenes kind of stuff, uh, all piped in either through uh, your mobile device or the console itself. There'll be a channel actually on on the Xbox One, so that that'll probably have some neat stuff in it over the next, you know, year. Couple of years as we get to on towards well, year and a half as we get on towards Halo Five. Now, Bobby.
4: All right, there we go. Now my my time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. So we got the debut of Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. The multiplayer. I, and my brain goes, wait, is it warfare? I can literally it's advanced advanced warfare. Right. Yeah. advanced warfare fighter, post Recon Advanced Warfighter, and I have to. That's it's something.
3: actually Advanced Warfarees. It's a new fantasy Call of Duty. <laughs> Hey, Mitch. Everyone's got little wings. <laughs> they glitter.
0: That's awesome. I go, I'll play that game. Yeah. In any case, yeah. So multiplayer, right. you got to play it. I did. It's a lot. About... You played it. Dude, you were rubbing elbows with, uh, or actually, given your height and his height, you know, brought, <laughs> rubbing like, elbow to ankle.
2: Roy Hibbert. Right, right.
0: Star uh, center in the Indiana Pacers. Right. Playing some call. Dude. I mean, I, that's right. I just name dropped on your behalf. Boom. Boom. That just happened. <laughs> actually, I actually have a video going on
2: yeah hey, it's up right now so, uh, so you know, that's it you got nice. in.
0: You yeah. just stop by but so yeah you played a bunch of advanced warfare multiplayer right this obviously you know finally some new new blood injected into call of duty it's needed it uh the game looks fantastic visually i'm more optimistic after e3 than ever um, looking forward to playing it very much this year like i i'm you know, these guys made dead space. So it's mm-hmm. like, come on, let's, they're gonna bring something new to the table here. What they're bring to new to the table so, with
4: multiplayer. Um, for the most part when we went to this event, you could tell when we were doing like the meet and greet with the uh different uh, other journalists and people that, that came to this event, we all were thinking, it's Call of Duty, it's gonna be another year, same thing. But they did the presentation first where they showed us they showed us the multiplayer trailer first. Yeah. And I was sitting next to Alfredo because he went with me and I just I, I just can't Yo, my heart's beating super <laughs> You know, and, and in a good way. Yeah, yeah, I, I was I was super stoked And, And the thing is, I, I didn't play a lot of Titanfall, but I got into it for a little bit and it just it just felt incomplete to me. I didn't really care that much for it. But you look you look at Titanfall, and for the most part, the first thing people want to say when they see, you know, when they saw Advanced Warfare is they're biting off Titanfall. Like and
0: literally Titanfall 2 was troll trending yeah people got Titanfall 2 trending because they were using it yeah. which was
3: amazing to see because those are the people who are like this isn't doing anything new it's Titanfall 2 and it's like well presumably if you're calling it Titanfall 2 like you think it's this is like an expansion new. on what was done before so what's your logic here
4: uh, yeah and, and and I don't know maybe because I'm a Call of Duty fanboy I kind of I was getting frustrated because I kept I kept looking back like when Titanfall first, when you first saw that, that first um, E3 demo for Titanfall and, and everybody was so stoked about it. It's almost as if they looked back at that and was like, oh, Sledgehammer saw this and decided to go into development. And it's like, come on. No, not, That's not, not how video you know, games yeah. work, you so, guys. So for the most part, you know, you, you, you start playing and you're using the exo suit and the exo suit abilities, which is the new feature. You can really jump around. A lot yeah, of, a lot
0: yeah. Of, like, right. Like you can jump. You can double
4: jump. You can uh, boost. You the can air dash is awesome. Yeah. I did
3: not see that coming. Right, like you see the double jump and. You think that makes sense? Great. Like, you jump once, and then you have, like, a boost that shoots you up a little higher, and then you have another boost that lets you, go. like, dash to yeah,
4: the, the side. you can actually boost and go forward. So nice. the good thing about that is you can't spam the, the hell out of it. Like, you can't just continually keep doing it yep. over and over and over. It's, 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 cool it's, 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 it's somewhat of a cooldown that you don't really see on the screen, but right. it happens. And... For the most part, it's still Call of Duty at its core. When you when you're you know getting in gunfights, just with this added ability. And my, I was scared thinking, man, this exosuit's gonna make you feel like a god. It's gonna be overpowering, and it didn't feel like that. Good. It just it, you just felt enhanced. You know, you had you and you have so many different abilities where. From Titanfall, you have the I guess stem, the stem, whatever. The Let's you ex- go super fast. Yeah, is that is that the stem? Is that yeah, one where generated health or whatever regens health? And, and then you clearer. got the the ping. I really like that where you can activate it for like ten seconds and it, it shows you like where different enemies are throughout the map. You have a shield, so it's all these different exo abilities that for this suit that doesn't seem overpowering. You can still run around these maps because some of the maps that we played played four maps in. The maps kind of had that that uh, three lane traditional layout yeah. that uh, that the old Call Duties had, The only difference is now you is is the strategy. How are you going to get to where you want to get to? Because now it is the added verticality, and mm. it just it, it felt where in old games you'll sit and camp out here is okay. We're going to shut down this spot, this spot, and this spot. No one's going to be able to get over here. But now I can jump down from the top of a building to get to you or do. So. It, it's just all these different. Strategies that you can use, and it's so fun. That's it, awesome, you know. And and this was a sh- a small you know group of people. So well,
0: and they're bringing back uh, CTF, right?
4: Capture the flag and Hardpoint. Hardpoint was in uh, Black Ops Two, but it, it didn't make it to Ghost. And a lot of the community folks, especially during the tournaments, Hardpoint was one of those game modes that was there. So that's back. And that was another one of those game modes where you hold down the section of the map, and you knew those three routes to take. But now, like, literally, we were playing, and I. Came down from the top of a building, broke the glass off the top of that roof, <laughs> and came in and cleared the, the spot out. So it, it's yeah, you bring back some of the the you know some of the fun game modes. They have a new one called Uplink, where it reminds me of playing basketball, where you have like I call these little areas the two hoops, and you had your satellite dish, which, <laughs> was, which was the basketball, and you're running with this thing, and you can pass it to your teammates. And, what? Yeah, this you sounds can pass awesome. It, you pass it to your teammate. You can throw it at the enemy. And if you throw it at them. It re- they can't use their guns, so you can pretty much pass <laughs> that to them, shoot them, and it pick it back up and keep moving. So <laughs> I can see that screen
3: people are like, "Oh no, someone's going! Bobby, take this!" Yeah, 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 I was running
4: with thing. the satellite, and I and I passed it to a teammate because I knew people were behind me. He kept running, and I turned around and took out the two guys behind That's me. That's awesome. And, and so yeah, they have like people can complain all they want about how Call of Duty doesn't change. But then it, then it changes things up, and then it's like, oh, they're copying this person.
3: But now they got hoops, and Roy Hibbert was there.
4: <laughs> I just say, for the most part, people need to just play the game first. When they get a yeah. chance to play it, just hold just hold the comments and, and reserve so like all the sentiment. Are you re-energized now? I'm re-energized, man. I, I, <laughs> I mean, can, you can't
0: tell? Well, so you can't tell? So yeah, so yeah. Are you going to – so are we going to film a video on November 4th when this <laughs> game comes out? We're going gonna to take you down to the parking garage or outside. Are we going to do a ritual burning of your Call of Duty Ghost disc? Are you going to light it on fire? I'm not even sure
4: if I know where that, that disc is <laughs> If he can find it, we're going to burn it. it. I, I, I actually went back to playing Call of Duty 4. I've been doing a lot of Call of Duty 4 uh, videos. And this is one of the things that, that hit me when I was at playing this this new one. I went back, and all these games are pretty much the same. You know, COD 4, Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, Ghost. It's the same mechanism. But now you play Advanced Warfare, and you're like, okay. This is new, and it's so many different a loot system where you can you get supply drops. Yeah, so the more you play, the more these supply drops you get is different camos, variations of guns. It's a lot.
1: That's cool. I'm down. How is the so one thing that I was really interested in, and that I was interested in as far as Titanfall goes, is the movement is very different. Mm -hmm. Like as a Halo player and a Counter Strike player, I'm kind of more. more inclined towards, like, tactical movement, where it's, like, deliberate and... Slower. Yeah, slower. I yeah. <laughs> Tactical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit more positioning-based and aim-based, uh, but I loved Titanfall for its speed and its mm-hmm. verticality. Does the movement and the exosuit make Call of Duty feel faster than previous ones? Um,
4: at times, it feels a lot faster, but I was talking to Alfredo more about this because he played a lot of Titanfall, and with Titanfall the maps were built with all these different props and things where you can your movement was more fluid where you were yeah, you, you it was chain chain stuff right but with but with this like i say it's more of an enhancement so you're using your your suit to add the verticality and and to maneuver around but my main thing that i enjoyed and i think a lot of people who who master this cuz right now you're not familiar with it you you understand the core concept and the gameplay of playing call of duty with your gunfights but now with these dash into the left and to the right I'm going to be excited to see people pull off kill streaks where it's like three or four guys and they're able to go into this fight and, and go at people and dash and dart and do all these things and win these gun battles. Whereas, oh, that's cool. And, you know, regular class, you just run up on three guys and you're going, okay, I'm going to get that guy, that guy, but sometimes that third guy is going to get you. Whereas this, you can evade bullets that people are shooting at you and use the exosuit to do it. It's a shield. It's a shield that comes out of your suit. And it doesn't slow you down. Because I kept going, oh, I'm having, it's like a rash. I'm moving slow. That thing came up. You're able to block shots and still move and do what you need to do to get out the way. So it doesn't feel like you're a god, but you do feel like an enhanced soldier.
1: Cool. Nice. That is I'm tough. stoked on that. So
0: thrilled to hear that, because I want to love Call of Duty again. Ghost
1: was such a bummer, man. Well, see, I didn't even give it a shot. Like, I've I've said it a couple times, the last Call of Duty I played was Modern Warfare 2, which I hold to a really high standard. Like, Modern Warfare 2 was great. I loved it. I played many, many, many hours of it. But since then, I haven't really seen people innovate in the way that's interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And so, to see something change like this, where there's now a totally different direction of the gameplay, but it's still true to the values that made it sort of good... That, uh, that has me really stoked people on it. People just
4: need to take off their Titanfall sun shades and stop. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've read a lot of comments. And because I, I was
1: both for what they are? Yeah,
4: yeah and, and, and I kept just saying, okay, I can't wait to see the reaction for this. Because I knew people were going to go in, especially being a Call of Duty fan, I was able to step out of that fanboy and, and kind of come over here and go, this is some of the comments I want to see. And kid you not, I saw a lot of those comments. But I, just, I even tell my friends, just give it a chance. Before you write it off. Give yeah. it a chance. And, you know, I love it because I'm a fan. Maybe somebody, maybe you'll play it and go, huh, this is not for me. Or maybe someone else will do that. But at least you give it a chance. They're trying to change it up.
1: Yeah.
0: More power to them. Uh, they're also, so uh, N.T. Colonel strikes again. The rumor monger. From oh, yeah, the yeah, theater yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we got two predictions. More, Two more leaks have come true from uh, the N.T. Colonel, whomever he or she may be. And that is, uh, and they're hardware related. Mm. The White Sunset Overdrive system is, is coming, uh, which you know sort of leaked out a little bit last week. It was officially confirmed yep. this week. But also, uh, Bobby, the you gonna jump on this? The Call of Duty Advanced Warfare Special Edition bundle. This is the first official special edition console. Yeah, that's, new. coat of paint. Yeah, like well, yeah, not, yeah, not literally skin like some of the you know dumb stickers Ugh, or anything. Yeah, but, you know, like actually you know, has a, the custom custom design job, and it's got a uh, one-terabyte hard drive in it, which sounds mighty good right about now. Yeah. That's
1: the draw point for me. Like, have you guys seen this console? I yeah, know, I, I think, I it's, think it's kind of ugly. Yeah, I think hates. it's really ugly. In fact, Bobby, I'll pull it up for you I'll here. i tell
4: you right now, I'm not buying no more Xboxes. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, I got <laughs> yeah.
1: too much going on home. I'm, no, I'm, I'm keeping a You got on. one? Yeah. You're good? Well, yeah, okay, I'm, yeah,
4: I'm, yeah, I'm with, with, I'm with you. will pull you. it
0: up, and we'll just get your opinion on it, but it is a sort of green, gold, Gun metal garbage. Is this is a Call of Duty?
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's Call a Duty Duty bundle.
0: Branded and, uh, so the,
3: the
1: controller's thing, though. cool, though.
0: Controller's not bad. Ugh. It's.
1: It's oh. <laughs> so dumb. <Yeah>. Gray, <laughs> it's gray and black with gold, gold trim. trim. Gold accents. Wow. No, thank you. Yeah. How much does Bad
3: Boy cost?
0: So, so here's the thing the bundles, these special edition bundles in the past with 360, have always usually been a pretty good deal. Like, usually you get the game for free. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it works yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. This one, I don't see the deal. I mean, okay, yeah, it's a bigger hard drive, but it's 500 for the console, the game, one controller, obviously, but no connect. So you're basically, I feel like you're paying, you're not really getting anything out of this as far as, you know, because the- That's true. The like Special it, Edition 360s had the, usually had the bigger, the 320 gig hard yeah, drives yeah. in them, but they wouldn't cost any more. Yeah, like they were. That was sort of the value of the bundle.
2: Right.
0: Here, you're paying for the hard drive space. Yeah. So it's 500 with no connect.
3: Which is crazy because memory is basically free. More memory less. is so cheap.
0: Especially the. I mean, it's not like these. They're SSDs. In the, no, in like either a, a
3: one terabyte hard drive is like
0: thirty dollars. Yeah.
3: Get out of here.
1: So <laughs> now, get out of here.
0: <laughs> I'm a little bummed by the price on this. Like, if yeah, you were, it should be to me like okay, 450. It's like, yeah i was right,
1: gonna say let's do the math on it right like connect or xbox without the yeah the, you know, 60 but, for the game presumably 60 for the game and then you yeah, have some more hard drive space but yeah, so just, maybe 30 so I, right with no, tax like maybe four, 500 uh, but yeah 50 would have been the sweet spot for me
0: on this yeah maybe they're not going for a deal
3: maybe they would just wanted you know hey this is a new xbox the end whereas yeah. the, the sunset one is 400 right the sunset one is you it get it.
0: literally the same thing you'd buy yeah. now except uh,
3: white and with sunset.
0: Yeah, you get the game. So you, and with that one, yeah, you get the game for free.
1: But it's let's good. be real, that white Xbox is so sweet looking. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's the one I
4: want. Do you think people are gonna look at this the, the memory on that and go, you know what? I'm gonna cash out for it because I'm telling you right now, I I already got an Xbox. I'm yeah. not cashing out again. No, there's no, no it's I'm not with you. it's
0: not meant for you or.
3: It's meant for people who no, don't have one yet. It's
1: meant for all of those people who are really in the Call of Duty and don't have I'm one I'm in yet. the
4: Call of Duty, even if I
0: didn't no, have but an No, not but didn't I have a console.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know.
0: What I do like about the Sunset Overdrive bundle, though, is that that sexy white Xbox One is not branded with Sunset Overdrive yeah. in any way. It's, it's not yet. like a <laughs> splash
3: of orange it's on it or anything, white the white one. It's yeah, the Xbox see
0: it. One, and it looks nice. Yeah, Especially that one, that white controller. So good. Yep. I would
3: love that, it's yeah.
4: It sounds like it's going to get dirty. It sounds like it's going to get dirty. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <The> controllers,
2: <laughs> we'll get That's dirty. why I'm
3: holding out for that white PS4, man. That Destiny, that bundle? Destiny bundle? I think that's yeah. where I'm at.
0: That doesn't have Destiny markings on it at all, does it? No, it does yeah, not. Yeah, so it's just a nice white PS4. Yeah. Look at that. See that? It's kind of that nice. That's cute. That cool that's cool. That's pretty
3: cute right It is there. sweet. <laughs> it's really now, cute. Tim <laughs> Geddes
1: brings up a good point that is whenever people put out a a white console everyone wants the black one and then when you put out a black one everyone just oh, wants the white one yeah of course but i don't know man this white one looks sweet like more so than i had the original 360 and i never wanted the elite because it was black like i was like why would i want that in yeah there was larger hard drive space and there is on this call of duty one but i don't know you it's not difficult to get extra hard drive space on your xbox one as is
3: yeah, you can use externals. Yeah, though, yeah right? you can. But that's
0: a thing. Like, Not having it all, to do I just that. It all in the machine.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that is true. I, I do want that. I don't want to do anything extra. Exactly. I got you. you know? <laughs> I'm very lazy when it comes to hard drives. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just work.
0: Just have enough space to work. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, more hardware action. All right, a couple more announcements, Mitch. Yes, sir. This kind of slipped through the cracks.
3: A little bit. Scream Ride. Is a weird name for a video game. There's a trademark that popped up, I think, in April. Uh, and then during Gamescom, Microsoft revealed Screamride. It started out, the trailer is really weird. It's a roller coaster it's city, like, and there are people is riding this roller coasters. Roller Coaster Tycoon? Again? Yeah, and it's from the Roller Coaster Tycoon dev, and they introduced it as from Frontier Developments.
0: Who did Connect Adventures and Thrill Disney Ride? Land, they worked on Star Wars Connect. Yeah, they've done a lot.
3: Yeah, they've been around. They did uh, Zoo Tycoon as well. They right. are currently doing Elite Dangerous. They're busy. That's a lot. Yeah, uh, so this game looks a little bit goofy, and it's like, I don't want to build roller coasters, except now I do, because it's got the same, pr- presumably the same crash destruction technology with buildings crumbling as Crackdown.
0: Halfway through the, bu- the, de- the video, the trailer, because uh, I'm sitting there, like, I'm bored.
3: Yeah. It's, <laughs> Yay, yeah, they're I riding like, roller it's, coasters. It's okay,
0: I can, it's, because it's like, in the near future rides or whatever. I'm like, okay, this is stupid already. This is, I'm getting like Bomberman Act Zero vibes here. <laughs> uh, so they're like, okay, alright, I can build roller coaster like crazy roller coasters, n- near future sci-fi, whatever, that's dumb. And then halfway through, they're like, but you're what you're, tr- all you gotta do is get screams. And it's like you start destroying the track and sending people like flying into buildings. <laughs> so it's it's What's the going. goal? That sounds it's, crazy. The goal is to break things and scare the shit out of your coaster riders. Huh. And it looked amazing. That and sounds I hilarious. my face off and now I want this game in my life.
1: Scream ride. Scream huh? ride. Yeah, I'll totally play this. never yeah, heard of it. Yeah. It's got
3: like a weird like Sims style I want to mess with these characters all the time vibe yeah. to it. S- sadism. Basically. A sadism <laughs> too. Just some casual sadism.
1: <laughs> huh. Interesting.
0: So yeah, I feel like this would have slipped through the cracks otherwise unless we say something. So I think uh, we got to stay to decay this one, guys. So not let it slip. Through. We got to make shine the IGN. This is going to be
3: our Colin was right.
0: Yes, watch out for Scream Ride. Uh, <laughs> but no, it looks cool. I mean, who yeah. knows how it's actually going to play? But yeah, it's the premise is went from really boring to really awesome really
1: quick. Yeah, so we'll
0: see how That's that goes. That's good to hear. Uh, and then Quantum Break. We knew it was coming. This was the. I didn't
3: see this demo yet. Oh, it's awesome! Shall like I play it for you right here? Yeah. Well, we don't have any. No, don't but, do that. Uh, <laughs> Sean, tell me what you
1: thought. So, it's super, super cool. Like the gifts that we've been seeing of the main character, like stopping the car and stuff. Like yeah, all of that kind of is elaborated on in this gameplay. We see how the. Uh, the freezing time ability works, Uh, the really interesting thing is it can be localized. Like, you can stop, you can freeze sort of pockets of space where there may be, like, an enemy who's about to fire at you or an explosion that's about to go off. Uh, But he can also uh, use the time sort of freezing mechanism to freeze the whole area around him for a limited amount Ah, of time. That's really cool. So, like, you can be really strategic how you use this and take on seemingly, like, not endless amounts of enemies, but based on... Like, if there's four or five of them and you don't want to run out there out of your cover, you can freeze the back two, take them out first, and then flank the other two because during that time freeze, like, they wouldn't have been able to see you yeah, move. That's yeah. great. Oh, like, you're going to mess with the AI so to so, them, so to the AI, it seems like you're teleporting around because to them, time it, it a time period will pass from where you go instantly from one spot to another because right. they're frozen and you're not. It's super cool, and I can really see how like from a third-person shooter perspective, it actually changes the way you're approaching these set pieces where you have to fight a couple different people. Like, it's super interesting. It is clearly an
0: evolution of what Remedy did with the Max Payne games. And so you know the the gun play is going to be fantastic
1: yeah in that game um plus it looks awesome it does. Like, of course it lo- yeah those guys don't make bad
3: looking games yeah it's
1: it's beautifully colored like the environments look really really yeah, awesome fantastic. yeah like it has a very clear you know vibe to it and like i said i'm one of these guys who i it took me a long time to get around to alan wake just because yeah. you know 360 lots of great games but uh when i did i was super i was just really surprised at the ambiance and the atmosphere of something that's supposed to be a little bit more like Horry, horror-y, horror-y, yeah. horror-y, horror-y. horror-y. <laughs> like Spooky. a horror film, <laughs> and uh, I this this has not not in that same tone, but a, a tone of its own, which is super cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, you throw in you know the, the combat of Max Payne with the time powers, plus a potentially really cool story that's with three different perspectives from the good guy, the bad guy, and then the the partner, the female partner. And, and you mix that with the live-action episodes they're doing within the game, which, granted, those could go horribly wrong. Oh, yeah, that could be horrendous. Game, but they could also be really cool, and it could make for a very fascinating story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remain extremely high on Quantum It Brave.
3: seems really interesting. Everything, everybody who's seen this has told me that it sounds great, so I'm excited to finally like sit down and watch the gameplay video.
0: Yeah, it's eight minutes of goodness. It's on IGN.com right now if you haven't yep, seen yep, it, yep, yep. so do take a look. Uh, and then what else, Mitch? What else were what the sort of wrap-up other announcements?
3: announcements? Uh, we had a bunch of stuff this week. Shadow Realms from Bioware was announced. It seems like, I think that game's PC-only right now. Have they announced Shadow Realms for PS4, sure. Xbox One? Uh, it sounds cool, though. Like, I hope it comes to console Gosh, I hope. So. 4v1, wacky Wizard Wars. Wizard Wars? I don't know. It's like yeah. modern dudes who discover they have superpowers going to fight another evil guy. I have no idea. It sounds awesome. Yeah, and it's Bioware. Yeah, it's RP it's, it's from Bauer Austin. Guys. Yeah, and they they know yeah, RPGs. So. Like they did an MMO that granted, while it wasn't super innovative, it was really good. Yes. Uh, they know storytelling, they know
1: I just don't really know what to make of it. Like I saw the little snippet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like and it it seemed a lot like a brawler, right? Like yeah, the a co op
3: brawler. The gameplay doesn't seem terribly cooperative was my problem.
0: Here's here's the what's interesting to me is uh from the bit I saw, um, it almost it reminded me of Interestingly enough, Jade Empire, Huh. like melee. Oh yeah, I heard you combat, say that. Uh, even the art style was a little interesting. Not, so I don't know if that sort of vibe will prove correct or not. But <laughs> just the yeah, the sort of melee weapon combat, but still in an RPG setting. Um, yeah, we'll see. That's so that's new Bioware game. That's yeah, always excited. That comes around every day. We'll have uh, a bunch more for you on that coming up in the coming time.
1: Yeah. Indeed. I'll play BioWare games just on BioWare's name. Did you guys ever play Sonic, wait, what was it called? The, oh, the DS game, Sonic yeah. Chronicles? Yeah, was the that game that is it? awesome. Yeah. Super cool. I
0: have not played it, but I'm no doubted. It
1: yeah, the game it. is a, legit. Yeah, it's a turn-based RPG in the Sonic universe on DS, and it is It's awesome.
3: a game about Sonic's stupid idiot friends that is great.
1: <laughs> but they're so cute, Mitch. No, they're not.
3: <laughs> Get out of here with that. Uh, the biggest news of the week, Geometry Wars 3 Dimensions. What? That series coming back has legitimately like made me the happiest but, I've been all week. But
0: Mitch, Bizarre Creations, creator of uh, Project Gotham Racing and, of course, Geometry Wars, which was originally embedded within mm-hmm. Project Gotham mm-hmm. Racing, mm-hmm. is long since dead.
3: Ryan, let me introduce you to Lucid, a studio that's actually made up of a bunch of ex-Bizarre guys. What? I can't wait for them to do next up, uh, do a sort of split second racing game or a blur style, like wacky arcade, whatever. Like, just give me some kind of awesome arcade racing game from these guys.
0: Well, Criterion doesn't seem to want to make burnout. Maybe those guys yeah, will.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Evolve beta starts in January. After the delay and Tons outside. of indie games coming to console. Strife, the MOBA is coming to Xbox One.
1: Oh, I saw that. That's yeah, interesting.
3: like a bunch of stuff coming, man. MOBA. Verdict MOBAs
1: console. on consoles. Can they work?
3: It's coming y'all prepare
0: winter is coming
3: mobiles are coming
0: (laughs) that's a lot that's a good gamescom yeah
3: so far it's been great
0: actually uh i should just skip ahead i should have done this now let's do it now let's do some mail we asked people to sort of mail in we'll see what they thought of of xbox at gamescom uh our first email comes to us from sean not Finnegan, it's different, Sean. <laughs> Although he says, hey guys, love the podcast and just want to say Sean Finnegan is an absolute rock star. Maybe we'll Oh, hey. I think this right is now. From you. Are
1: you sure this wasn't from me? Thank you, Sean.
0: Everyone's gonna be writing about Tomb Raider or Halo, and I wanted to send some praise to Phil Spencer. He is clearly listening to feedback about how to make Xbox One great. He always takes the time to thank us for playing on Xbox and congratulates competitors on their hard work. And it all seems genuine. Ryan, you've met Phil on a number of occasions. Can you talk a little bit about Phil? His demeanor, how he's grown during his tenure with Microsoft, and why he might be the key to Xbox One's success. Uh, writing from the birthplace of Commander Shepard, Sean. I guess that's uh, Canada then.
3: Oh, maybe Edmonton. I thought he meant oh, like. Oh wow! I was going to say some, Earth. like whatever city. <laughs> I'm like, no. Shepard is an off-worlder. Yes, Get probably. your fake cannon out of here.
0: <laughs> but yeah. No. I mean, Phil uh, continues to make the right moves. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I wonder if he foresaw the Tomb Raider backlash that would, that would rain down this week, but. Yeah, the reason I have such respect for Phil is, unlike a lot of major executives of major companies, he is extremely approachable and will actually... Like, he's not going to just give you all the company secrets, but he will actually have a meaningful conversation with you in an in an honest way about yeah. his thought process and his philosophy and what he's doing. I mean, I just go back to when he came... You could, I don't know what episode it was, but if you go back to the hour-long interview that I did with him shortly before launch. Yeah, So, you know, it was probably early November of, uh, or sometime in October of 2013 on this show. Yeah, he's he's just like, you can actually engage him in meaningful conversation about, about games he, and about mm-hmm. the platform. He's
3: not a guy who's just towing the company line. Like, right. he obviously has a company line to tow. Sure. But he does it in a human way that like, he makes you understand why he thinks the way he does and he'll talk about, you know, things that are not just like, oh, we have a message to send. Let's yeah. just send that. like he'll talk about stuff. He's
1: I the thing that struck me about him is he's a lot less like an executive than you would imagine an executive to be. He's a lot like a like, player who happens to have power. A lot less yeah,
0: like a say Don Matrick.
1: Yeah. Uh, what was great is <laughs> well, like Don keeps just getting yeah. thrown right every yeah. time into that bus. <laughs> He's got tire treads on his face. Phil <laughs> Spencer is one of these guys who has been in the trenches at Xbox for a really long time and that's really true. understands the platform and the games that make it successful. Make it successful. That's the type of person I think that I would want running a company like that's based around that business, you know. I I don't know it I don't think it was you Ryan who was up at the Xbox One reveal event with no, me. That was it was good. me and Scott. Oh, that was you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it must have been Scott, but I remember being in a room with some IGN editor. I have a really poor memory. Sorry. <laughs> so maybe it was you, but it might have been I Scott. I did the interview, yeah. Oh, yeah, where we were with uh, Phil Spencer, and that was the first time I met him. And I remember as, like, you know, he's in a room for a couple of hours, and they're just doing the roundtable of of PR and press people getting their sort of interview time. And I remember we were kind of getting ushered out when I asked Phil a question, and the PR person was like, we kind of got to get you out. And he goes, no, 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 hold on, I'd like to answer that. And I was like, what a cool (laughs) dude. That (laughs) guy is like, he could have just been like, nope, get out, next one. But he took the time to answer the question and, you know, even – Stop the PR person from kind of being a jerk about it. Not that she was being a jerk, but just you know, she had a job to do. I get that. But uh, you know that that kind of uh, tone in someone's, uh, like you said, approachability is a super awesome thing to have as an executive, and is most definitely benefiting him and Xbox as a result. Absolutely.
0: I'm getting high off of Mitch's Sharpie.
1: Sorry,
3: right I, I I it's haven't like, I haven't done the right podcast. I haven't done a podcast in a long time. I haven't no, drawn like, a Ninja Turtle on my notes in a long time. So high right now. <laughs> I have no idea what's well, going
4: I on. A, I don't have a Phil Spencer story, so um, make one up. Gonna, make one, one up say, on the spot, Bobby. Talk about
0: how horrible a man. Is <laughs> <right now. laughs> I'm,
4: I'm gonna just go off what you guys are saying. He sounds like a real cool dude. Maybe one of these days I can meet him. You know, bring him in the office. I can get yeah, some FaceTime with him. Here. And uh, was wait, he's
1: been in here
0: before? Well, and before, right before launch, he came in here. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's when we did the the big interview. oh. I
4: did see him walking by. So, yeah, I did yeah. That. We gotta we
0: gotta get Phil back on. Um, We'll see. Hopefully they're going to make their way down to San Francisco at some point in the near future. Do
1: you every think it'd time? be harder to get him on now that he's like the head of Xbox? No, than... not at all. No. He's, actually, was, he's do... actually been more accessible than oh, that's ever. Awesome. Like,
3: I do phone interviews with him
1: like once a month. Yeah, <laughs> Super cool. I
0: haven't heard from him in a while, but hopefully he still listens to this show. I don't know. He's, he's a busy guy
1: now. It's true. We'll see. I'll keep an eye out in those comments for his Tweet comment. at him, Xbox P3. He's
0: just like and have the Make sure he listens trolling in. Trolling us every Yeah. Dude, that's what Hot
1: exclusive
3: for Xbox. PS4 sucks.
0: He's just like, beyond in the comments. <laughs> That's you? That's Bill? <laughs> uh, Next up. Uh, boy, this is
1: weird. Mitch Power.
3: That is an incredible name, sir. <laughs> is that a
1: porn name? You need to steal that
2: and use it for name. your own I'm going stage name, your there. pen
1: name.
0: First off, uh, Mitch Power writes, I am overall pleased to be an owner of all three current systems, PS4, Xbox One, Wii U. Baller. (laughs) Same Rolling deep. They see me rolling. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do prefer my Xbox One. From the exclusive games and content to the TV integration and features, it gets the most use. I'm very pleased with all the conferences at Gamescom, but I feel Microsoft seems to be the winner this time around. The biggest thing for me is the fact that they are listening to the consumer. This is a lot of going off of what Sean was saying, too, a minute ago in the last letter. Uh, they have gone above and beyond my expectations when it comes to updating the console. Before we had to wait six months to a year to get anything new. I'm so happy to be a, uh, in the preview program for the, uh, the system updates and getting new features every single month. Microsoft can realize uh, they weren't listening to the consumer as much as they should have and have been doing everything to make it right uh, is what matters most to me. So yeah, he goes on to add a couple of little things. but So yeah, it's uh, more another, another pleased Gamescom viewer.
3: That's really reassuring to see people responding this positively to all of the stuff that's going on there.
0: I agree. Jackson from New Jersey, my original stomping grounds, Mm -hmm, writes in, mm -hmm. Having watched both the Microsoft and Sony conferences yesterday, I came away thinking Microsoft played it too safe. Sure, it was nice to see more Halo, Call of Duty, Quantum Break, Sunset Overdrive, Ori, and the Tomb Raider news was huge, but I was a bit disappointed that we didn't see too many new titles. On the other hand, Sony showed a wide spectrum of cool new titles that got me interested to find out more. I would give, probably give Microsoft a solid B for their conference. How about you guys? Fair points from Jackson.
3: Yeah, but this isn't that show, right? Like E3 is the, the yeah. big event that happened fairly recently where Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo all come out and they say, here's our new awesome stuff. Gamescom is the show where some of that happens, but it's also where you get a, a better look at, like, the finer details of the stuff they spoke about before.
1: I think um, the expectation for trade shows is a little bit lopsided in that everyone always wants to see, and when they do, uh, blows up in terms of, like, social media stuff, new announcements, right? Uh, I can see kind of why you would want to see that. Obviously, it's nice to see new stuff, but I think people's expectations need to be managed. Like, you can't always come out to these big trade shows and announce five new things that you're working on when... You know, in the same vein, everyone gets really, really angry when people announce a game in a release date and then it gets delayed, right? Like, publishers and developers, or I guess more publishers, uh, are in a sticky spot when it comes to announcing new things. Like, you don't want to give everything away lest it get delayed, sure. uh, but you want to get people hyped. So I think they struck a nice balance. I thought it was, I think it's better than it be. Like, I was stoked on their conference.
0: Yeah, I think it, it goes back to the, the long-time... MOs of these two companies, too, where, you know, Sony has a lot of really cool, smaller-scale titles, and that doesn't make them lesser games, but that's Mm -hmm. just they, you know, the smaller titles, whereas Microsoft seems to focus more on fewer games, but they're big, tentpole franchise kind of things, whether it's a Halo or a Forza or a Gears of War or a Fable or a Quantum Break. You know, they don't have as many of these, like, Oh, we funded this 20-man team doing this The Unfinished <laughs> Swan. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And and I yeah, I'd maybe like to see a bit better of a balance with Microsoft for that. I mean, I know they have they say, "Well, we've got all these ID and Xbox games, but those are I, I feel like those things are already kind of getting pushed into a a bucket
2: of,
3: And a, that and we worried playing. about that coming yeah. into Xbox when we thought that, you know, without XPLA, where do the, how do they like yeah. put everything in a corner? and Mm -hmm. separate it from the rest of it while you brand it ID at Xbox. Which is, I mean, ID at Xbox is really great. It is. But I worry that that's what they're doing. Like, oh, and this is the uh, the ID stuff.
0: Right. Yeah, I feel like Sony has done a better job with with pushing those types of smaller games to the forefront. Indie studios are just making
3: games that happen to be coming out on PlayStation. Yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah. Uh, A couple more quick ones here. Matthew Sims. It seems now more than ever that Phil Spencer has killed the Kinect. Uh, Three bundles announced... Because there was a FIFA one and then the Madden one in America as well. And not a single one came with Connect. What do you guys think? Is the Connect dead? And what does this mean for us early adopters?
1: I know you guys think it is dead. Man, I paid for right? that
4: thing to come part of my console.
1: Maybe I did it better, too. It I, mean, well, I don't think it's actually... Even if it is dead, I don't think that you are losing out value if you have it still. I mean, it will never I die, use my right? connect all the time, It will right? never
3: die because it is core to... I mean, if you have one, like you and I, it's core to the experience of, like, navigating the console. And it's great for that. I still use my voice to get everywhere on the I console. do it
1: all the time. There, I can't tell you how many times, maybe it's embarrassing if I do, that I'm sitting there, like, stuffing my face with chicken wings, and I yep. can't... I don't want to touch my controller, and I'm, I'm just like Xbox. Go to Netflix. Next page. Next page, <laughs> next page. Next page. Select one, and it works. It actually works. Like aside from the Xbox on command, which works, works. Yeah, it takes like three tries usually every single on time. the average. Really on your yep. first try? Wow. I'll walk by my console. And I'll have to speak very clearly and slowly with silent room. Dude, I scream at the room. kitchen and it comes on. <laughs> Man, maybe it just likes you better than me. We're friends. But everything else works pretty. Uh, you know pretty smoothly and I think in that regard which is what I wanted to use it for anyway uh, it works really well and I don't know if that makes it dead maybe for gaming for it's games. dead yeah. I think
0: that's where that's what
1: Matthew that's what he's driving, driving
2: at okay.
3: yeah, I pay well it that's it, the bit. case well <laughs> truthfully yeah. like yeah.
1: did any of us really have faith in the Kinect being like a cornerstone guys, of Xbox gaming what about Shape I Up did coming
3: soon from Ubisoft <laughs> yeah know.
0: final mail uh, bag question here or statement well it's a question the Tim Welsh with the recent rise of the Tomb Raider ex- exclusivity bomb do you think the deal has anything to do with going up against Uncharted eh, I think we kind of covered mm. this so a uh, little bit the Tim thank you for writing in <laughs> covered, I'm sorry poor we, we, Tim we, we, we covered this we have to organically get to that early. we did yeah uh, Mitch, let's, so real quick, what can we spend money
3: on this week? Uh, you can spend money on Risen 3 Titan Lords for Xbox 360 if you like. It's $50 instead of the usual 60 Uh, I've heard that game is only okay. Next week, Diablo 3 Ultimate
1: Really? Generation. Yes. That's really unfortunate I wanted to bring this up. Uh, well, it is for them. But are you guys going to be playing Diablo 3 on Xbox One? Because I have it pre-ordered, and no one else I know in the office is playing it on Xbox One. Yes? Yes. All right, we're doing the grind. What's I cool mean, I it? never
3: finished on PC,
0: so. Can really? Yeah. You can your...
1: 360 guy. Yeah, I for tinkered with the idea of just starting it now on Xbox 360, but it's like it's coming out in a week. How far am I going to get? Well, so that's the thing. Is like I have I played a ton of Diablo 3 on PC. I have a 70 witch doctor, a crusader, and a wizard. Oh, and they're all like T5 T6 area, (laughs) and. So like part of me is really reluctant to jump to the console version because like I don't want to leave those characters to rot. I worked so hard on them, but man, it looks so cool. And I played it at PAX on PS4, and wow, it just it yeah, feels I'm, really uh, good on I, console. It's great. I guess the
0: review embargo is early next week, so uh, we'll talk more about that game on next week's show. Yes. I'm not reviewing it, but I'll but, have things to say about it.
1: But uh, let's play it. it for sure. Uh, right. That's...
3: Okay. Oh, right, that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> uh, all right. Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? Uh, oh, they reduced the price of Forza 5, Dead Rising 3, Rise, and K- K- C- Connect Sport Sports Rivals. Rivals. I was like, Connect Sports Racing? What does this R stand for? Uh, they're all $50 permanently. <laughs> so they're discounting uh, launch games to, well, Rivals wasn't a launch game, but older Xbox games by 10 bucks. Good to see. Yeah. Uh, and Games with Gold. Games for Gold? Games with Gold? What with. is that called? With. Games with Gold. it's called Gold Games. Uh, this month it's Crimson Dragon and a Strike Suit Zero Director's Cut for Xbox One. I totally misread that. Strike Suit Zero, uh, both of which are okay. Crimson yeah. Dragon was not really well loved. Uh, Strike Suit Zero is cool, but maybe not totally.
1: Crimson just... Dragon is that one where you're like on rails, dragon fighting. Yeah, things, right? yeah it's, right? it's a uh, Panzer Dragon okay. spiritual sequel. Right. For
3: free. Yeah, both seem like interesting little games and for free. Like apps, come on, guys, just download them. They're free. You start the download, get them for free forever. Uh, on Xbox 360 it's motocross madness and then at the end of the month dishonored
0: so in a couple days from now that's when that's uh, which again dishonored,
2: dishonored is so
3: good so good. I awesome I spoke up for you uh Thank you.
0: last week of the week before saying that this was your personal game, game
3: of, of the, the year, year 2012 yeah. man 2012
1: Do you play Dishonored, bobby
0: is that the sneaking around
1: yeah stealth kind Sitting of on like
4: the floor someone Spent the week with me, and they opened it oh, up, and man. I watched them play.
1: <laughs> man, I don't, get, I don't, I don't get enough time to play games. You gotta rhyme. get, you gotta get to that one. That one's one of the. I wouldn't call it a sleeper hit because I think everyone super popular. It wasn't sleeping, yeah, it was but it's pretty, game pretty that, popular.
3: You know, you hear about it, and you're like, oh, it's apparently pretty good. But you play it, like it's really cool. Amazing, yeah. The God, DLC man. was really good too. Ugh, all of it's so good. I love Dishonored. It's free. It's ridiculous that game is free.
1: I know what you're yeah. downloading next week. What
4: am I
3: downloading next week? That.
1: Oh, you said you have it on your floor already, right? Yeah. Well, now no, you can no, have yeah. it
3: permanently it's like, it's, sitting on the floor of your hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, that's it. it? That's cool. it for the week.
0: All right, we'll be right back and wrap up the show with the uh, Unlock Block trivia. Woo! Unlock Block. Can you take on the challenge? Yeah! All right, Unlock Block time. It's been a long show. We're at uh, well over an hour, and about eh, fifteen minutes or so this far. A little bit more to go. This week's question comes to us oh. from Joshua Nedich. His gamer tag is his last name, Nedich, N-E-D-I-T-C-H. It's from Roanert Park, California. That's
3: Nearby. That's a couple sure, hours
2: away. Yeah.
0: Indeed. So he asks the following, which for which he uh, gets a podcast unlocked prize pack for having his question chosen. With Remedy Entertainment unveiling Quantum Break gameplay at Gamescom, I thought I'd ask an Alan Wake question. Love you. Yay. In which fictional Washington state town does
1: oh, Alan Wake take place? Oh, that's easy. I'm even not even going to don't spoil even it for you guys. The, yeah, I don't even, don't even, even need to look at the look answers. answers. Wow. No, yeah, the no, I, it's all Bobby right here. No, I
2: don't.
1: I, I well, look at, those, look at those answers and venture a guess. Oh,
0: some answers back
4: here? Yeah, you got multiple choice.
0: Okay, cool. Top of the third page.
4: I wonder if it was in any of the trailers from back in the day. Maybe <laughs> it was actually. Yeah, uh, I know so of the shot that in? you're yeah talking about too. I'm going, I'm going with the uh, Bright Falls, guys. Bobby, that is it. Boom, fine guess. Uh, I'm That's pretty it. sure I remember that from the trailer. Yeah, so, yes. <laughs> well done, there's guys. a
1: very very <laughs> big sweeping shot from the very first trailer where you're coming in on a boat into port. Yep, and it it's like bright, a big yeah, Bright yeah. Falls. What sign were his right trick there?
0: answers? We had uh, Friday Harbor. <laughs> that sounds fake. Falls, or also Springdale. fake. Springdale. would, have, been Springdale, would,
4: would, have, to, would yeah. have got me if I didn't remember. If I didn't remember this from the trailer.
1: That one sounds less fake than the others, but it sounds very distinctly and, Midwest. Ooh, I gotta so.
4: get something for answering this right. Yeah. You're not even playing the game, man. Hook me up with some. Right the prize goes to you, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be to
3: you <laughs> get game. a free copy of Dishonored. Someone Coming you your promise way. is not gonna
1: that sit that on your floor. Look yeah. for it in a
3: couple days.
0: Joshua Nettich, thank you for writing and if you would like to have a shot at a Podcast Unlocked prize pack, send your Xbox-related trivia question along with four multiple-choice answers noting the correct one in your email. To uh, unlocked at IGN.com, please include your full shipping address. And I think...
3: Is that the end of the paper? It's about Are we it. out of papers? Uh,
0: well, here we go. We're out. We oh, have quickly, emails. A quick, couple of quick plugs. Oh, yes. IGN Prime. I've heard of that. I want to remind you that it is... Uh, IGN Prime is good for three things. It is, number one, an easy way to support IGN. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, keep the lights on in here. We don't, you know, don't use ad block, number one. That's actually another way to support IGN. That's definitely. true. Don't do that. But, yeah, so, uh, it supports <laughs> us. It, it actually... Uh, Prime will turn off ads on desktop and mobile devices. Legit,
3: my favorite feature. You don't and have to see any pre-roll on the trailers anymore. Yeah. Yes. I bro,
4: mine not working because no. I'm a I'm a IG Prime Prime member Prime.
3: and um. You signed in? I'm, I'm
4: yeah, I'm, I'm signing. I
0: might need got to go, be go sign check in this into your IG yeah. account, man. <laughs> and number three, oh. uh, no, I don't have. Actually, they never gave it to me when I got here. So really? That's true.
3: And you got to get on that.
0: And number three it'll get you free games and beta access like uh, we gave out 10,000 destiny codes mm-hmm. Whoa, did we? Uh, I did not before, know that before the beta started so we, had, we got we hooked up a lot of people you know for day one of the beta uh, so I just want to say yeah it's, uh, it's a it's just you know small service small you know for the pr- price of a lunch or two that'll that's a year's worth of goodness um, I, leg- I
3: legitimately like IGN prime so I it's, think it's uh, great
0: sign up now at ign.com slash prime nice and easy for you Mitch, yes, you sir. Do promote
3: plug. Uh, I wrote a preview for Dragon Age Inquisition. I went up to Edmonton. It's part of why I was away last week. Yes. Uh, went there, played the game, played the Gamescom level. Uh, maybe more to come Excellent. from that game in the coming like, weeks. I
0: like where this is going. Lots, Sean Finnegan. Of, lots
3: of cool stuff.
1: I got nothing to promote in terms of content, but you can follow me on Twitter at iamfinnegan and the same place uh, on Instagram.
0: Bobby?
4: Man, it's a ton of uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare content up. Absolutely. Alfredo and I did a ton of multiplayer uh, commentaries. Um, I did one with Roy Hibbert. Um, check that out. And, uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at bobbia 1984
0: Excellent. You can find me at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, I don't think I have any specific thingies to promote <laughs> this week. Just Twitter. All uh, things IGN. Yeah, I thought that's you what you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, we'll get out of here. Everybody, most people subscribe via iTunes, where it just gets automatically drip-fed straight into your veins every week. Just go to uh, iTunes, search Podcast Unlocked in the uh, iTunes Store search field. And that'll do it. It's all, we, it's all we ask. Subscribe, hang out every week with us. We appreciate you joining us. For Sean Finnegan, Bobby Amos, and Mitchell Dyer, my name is Ryan McCaffrey. This was Podcast Unlocked, episode 158. I'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Boom.